0: Hello and welcome to episode 157 uh Beyond the Wait with Henny and Sandy.
1: I'm I'm coming to you from my robe. <laughs> yes, you look you look like you are luxuriating right now in your big white terry cloth bathrobe.
0: It's so comfy. Don't you like when you go and you're staying at a hotel and they have those just really nice because they're absorbent, they're like a big towel, right? I
1: am trying to think if I've ever stayed at a hotel where there were bathrobes in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say no. Really? I'm going to say I've never had that experience.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, now I feel (laughs) spoiled. Spoiled.
1: Precious. Yeah, I, mean, I feel precious <laughs> yeah I think I never no I think I never have had that experience okay <laughs> but I can imagine that it would be nice to just wear it's very this nice. very well, it's yes. fluffy and warm cozy yes
0: well, it well it's because it's the air conditioning's off but it's still chilly in here yeah um Cause it's tile floor and I have barefoot, yeah, barefoot.
1: Yeah. But are you a bathrobe person? Like, would you just like wear a bathrobe around the house? Like at home
0: and be naked under it? Sometimes.
1: I, I don't know. Oh. I'm just asking <laughs> <laughs> in general. <laughs>
0: um, and be naked uh, under it. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I do. Like I, I, I would say, yeah. Cause at night only because yeah, no, I do. Even in Canada, Canada here, and I've always had like big, fluffy types of bathrobes. Right. I mean, the last couple of years, I I will put it on, but then it has to come off, and then goes on and off because of hot flashes. Because right, and right. I get overheated, and then yeah. I get chilly. And then when you get overheated for hot flashes, you sweat a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: And then you then you but get then the chills.
1: Then you're cold. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. But yeah, see,
1: I don't even own a bathrobe. Oh, uh, Okay. Nor I don't. I don't think I ever, I don't know, maybe when I was, like, 10, I had a bathroom. Like, <laughs> but, like, truly, like, I, I just, it's not something that I ever did. So I would be more inclined to, I'm trying to think, like, what I would wear around the house. Sometimes I would wear, like, an oversized hoodie. Yeah. Just around the house. Um, Yeah, but often... Often I I would prefer to just be like wrapped up in a blanket. You know, yeah. like and so I have blankets all over the house. Like I have a blanket on each couch, I have a blanket in my office, I have a blanket on like the table in my bedroom. Like I've got blankets and like Afghans and stuff all yeah. over the place. Um yeah, but a bathrobe is not Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to get into it. Maybe I need to maybe I, I, I need I to enter the world of bathrobes. I am not yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think I do think you would like it. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Cuz I do like to be like, you know,
0: warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Or
1: yeah, and like snuggly.
0: No, I think you need one of those things that you bought your sister. What are those things called? <laughs> An oody. An udie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: She she has three now and oh. she loves them. Yeah. But you know who doesn't love them? Her fiance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
0: it's not it's not a sexy look. No, but she yeah. loves them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Costco has them sometimes. Um you know you know um Dawn, like Life as Dawn? Yeah, yeah. Because she often will. Because I follow her, and so her, she always has like her Instagram stories. And sometimes she'll be like have a photo, and she's like got hers on, you know, like they're snuggling, watching movie night, or something like.
1: Right, that. right, right.
0: Yeah, maybe at some point I would like one of those. I do like nice pajamas, so I have a couple of pairs of um, silk pajamas that Phil had bought me. I don't know. I ended up with two because he ordered them from Amazon, and then they they never came. And so then he went to reorder uh-huh. um, and they didn't have those ones. And so he ordered a different set and then the other set did arrive. So then I ended uh-huh. up with two. But the thing is, like, I really, and I I had a pair few, quite a few years ago. They just need maintenance because I they, I don't like to wear them wrinkled. And so when you wash them, they need to be ironed.
1: Uh, that's a big no for me.
0: Ironing your pajamas is like, yeah, that's a little bit they up there, you know.
2: And so, <laughs> yeah, it's
0: a so then bit up there. <laughs> so then I and then I would hang them. And so then they're in my closet, but that's not where my pajamas should be. Like I don't think about my closet right. with my PJ's. But I've just had to go through um cuz I have I don't have a lot of pajamas, and, but I but then they just get I just wear them and then I throw them out and then I buy new ones, right? Mm-hmm. Um but I was getting to the point where I was like, oh, I really need to get pajamas, but I only get them when I go to Canada. And of course I only buy them at Costco because that's where I buy everything. Yep. Um, and they didn't have something that I wanted. So when I came back in March, I think, and then I, I opened my closet and I'm like, I have two pairs of flipping pajamas right there. I have those oh. silk pajamas that are hanging there.
1: Yeah, that you just sort of forgotten about.
0: I've forgotten about them and i also do have like the when the cleaning lady comes she irons Phil's shirts
1: so you could get her to iron the pajamas
0: i know because i'm like this living like i might as well take advantage of all the spoiled things that i you know
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: instead of just being whiny about all the crappy things so right, now I- <laughs>
2: right.
0: <laughs> which is more fun, but you know, yeah. um, but so, yeah. So now, now I've uh, got someone to iron my pajamas. So And, <laughs> and as that came out of my mouth.
1: I that just, is it... really up there <laughs> as you're sitting in a luxurious bathroom. <laughs> yeah. In a hotel. Drinking your room service
2: coffee.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honey telling all my secrets
1: you know what you enjoy yourself you uh you you deserve to have a weekend of uh of yeah. luxury my goodness <laughs> anyway yeah oh look
0: okay. at, and, and oh, wait but i've just had my room service has just come in oh. <laughs> with a male voice he's brought he's brought me some more coffee here's here's a little more he's wearing his robe too just so you know (laughs) i'm sure he is (laughs) (laughs) sitting sitting out outside looking out at the uh at the uh, the ocean actually oh beautiful so, no anyways okay let's just stop this silliness <laughs> okay
2: honey, let's yeah.
0: talk about something let's talk about this because saturday okay i went i couldn't make your um 9 30 workshop which is right. the one i really like to go to because i know the peeps there and i feel comfortable there yeah. um but uh, i went to the noon workshop right which was a very different vibe. I'm just gonna say that. It's
1: it's a it's a very different vibe, but they're a nice group of people too. Yeah, but
0: why does nobody turn their cameras on? I was like, what in the heck, man? It's,
1: it's I will I don't know what that is about. I it, and it's been like that ever since I started doing that workshop. That there are more people with their cameras off than there are with their cameras on. And I don't really understand it. But I will tell you that often those like often when the workshop is over and like everyone leaves, there will be a few people who stay to talk and they are people who have their cameras off and they'll talk to me like with their cameras off. So bizarre. So like they're there yes. and they're listening.
0: Yeah. But well, don't you, I, uh, yeah. Anyways, I, mean, anyways, they have to do I what, mean, they have to do whatever they're comfortable with. So I for mean, sure, for sure. it, was, it and, was just, it was just a little I, shocking to me. Yeah. Too.
1: And I wonder if some of it, yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say, I wonder if some of it is because it's lunchtime and people are like, you know, doing things in their kitchen or whatever, and so they've got their cameras off. But but a lot of the people who come to that workshop are from out west, and so yeah. it's in the morning still for them.
0: Yeah, maybe so, you know, maybe
1: they just haven't gotten their shit together and don't yeah.
0: want to, you know,
1: yeah, have yeah. bedhead and yeah, and such. But yeah, but it's it's true. Like it's a very it's a very small number of people who turn their cameras on, but. Uh, at first, when it that was happening, I thought like I thought, "Wow, I'm really only speaking to like the seven people who have their cameras on, but now as as I've gotten to know these people, a lot of the people who are there with their cameras off, they're the same people and and they often talk in the chat, so I know yeah. that they're there, right um yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's yeah, it's interesting it's a it's a different it's a different vibe for sure, yeah, yeah, but
0: uh. But it's but it's a nice group of people. It is, yeah. And and so and Christine was very sweet because was, and you know, immediately like she private messaged me is like, you know, like welcome and blah blah blah. And you know, how was your journey this week? And I was just like, Oh, hey, you know, everything was fine, and blah, 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 blah. But then at the end, she's like, Oh, I didn't realize that you know each other.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she's the sweetest, honestly. Very sweet. It's it's I think that might be the best thing for me to have come out of, of doing this extra workshop on a Saturday is that I've had the opportunity to meet Christine and to work with her because Uh, she is just a lovely, lovely person. And she's a much like, I feel kind of guilty actually because I do her job at a different workshop and she is much better at the job than I am. Like I think I'm not very good at that particular job and she's very good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, okay, so anyways, we were talking about cravings, right, (laughs) last week's thing. And so people were, you know, putting in craving, craving, craving. But during the conversation, what hit me was because I had been craving um, a walnut crunch that day. Right. And and so I had this, like, uh aha moment because the only time I eat a walnut crunch, like, is when I'm with you. Mm-hmm. You and I, I okay, that's the only time I i can be in Hamilton and be by there. I i mean, I have, a, I have many opportunities, I guess, to go and just to buy one and to right. have it. Yeah. I could have it with my granddaughters. I could go and buy it and share it with whatever. But it never even occurs to me to do that because yeah. I do that with you. Yeah. And so through that whole thing, I was getting like teary. I was literally teary-eyed thinking yeah. it's not – it isn't the fucking – whoops, sorry, <laughs> you have to cut that out. <laughs> okay. So all that crunch. But it's you that I miss. Like, yeah. that's what it is. It's like the connection that I know when I'm going to have that, it also means that I'm going to be physically with you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that was like, holy snap. Like, I yeah. never, I didn't, I never, I never made that connection before.
1: Yeah, it was... It was so interesting to me when I read, cause what happened was I was I knew that the topic was cravings and so I was trying to think about like things that I'd heard about cravings in the past and and the one thing that I've heard over and over again is like oh when your body craves something it's because you need that like so if yeah. you crave this it's because you need magnesium or if you crave that it's because you need salt or like whatever and like and so there must I'm sure there's something to that yeah. but when I when I was looking into cravings a little bit more and i came across this article from you know from webmd like it's not you know like a um you know like this obscure place where i found this article but they were talking about um a research study that that's that looked at brain imaging when you experience a craving And the Mm. parts of your brain that are active when you experience a craving have nothing to do with desire, and and they're but they're powered or they're the parts of your brain that are um, that are working with your memory, and so the connection between memory and craving is actually stronger than the connection between between craving and anything else, and that was so interesting and fascinating to me because, and it's, and it's exactly what you're saying too, because it, it felt that way for me too, that it was a bit of like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And you know what I was thinking about, Sandy, is that, you know, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, I think I have, but I know that you and I have talked about this, that for me, when I get into when I get into moments where or stretches of time where I'm binge eating junk food, mm-hmm. it's like for a period of time, it's one particular thing that I'm eating over and over and over and over again and, and wow. way over eating it and, and putting on weight because of it. But then the next time that I have a, a, a period of time where I'm overeating something again, it's not the same food that I already ate. It's something new. So like, really? so, like, before I joined WW for the last time, I had gone through a spell where I was eating, like, Timbits and Donuts, like, no one's business. Like, they were going out of business. Well, ever since I joined WW that last time, I... I don't think I have had a Timbit nor a donut from Tim Hortons like since 20, yeah. since June 2015. Yeah. That's not to say that I haven't binged on junk food because that has happened, but I haven't gone back to that. And so huh. then it was like the next thing would have, I don't even know what the next thing was, but I know I had a, a stretch of time where I was eating like chocolate covered almonds like they were going out of style. Well, and so, but then, but then I'm finished with that. And then the next time it's something new, like it's packaged cookies, like, like the, the maple cream cookies or whatever. Oh. But then, but then, but then I'm done with that. And then it's on to the next thing. And so, and so for me, I was thinking about this craving and memory thing. Mm. And I think it must be something to do with that, that, that for some, like, there's this memory of needing to eat something, like there, there's this something is pulling me to do that, but my memory knows better than to go back to the thing Yes. I already did, like it's like I can't do that anymore, that was a bad memory, that did not go well for me, and so then I go to something else, yes. not that it's any better.
0: <laughs> no, but that's really interesting, right, because the, you do know that that isn't the thing that you're going to go back to. And you, that
1: it's not something so that's going to make me feel good in the long, like, it's not something it's that I so actually interesting. want. And so then I go for something else. Yeah. Like, I mean, what would be great if I could just get through all of it so that I would be yeah. done because <laughs> that, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> to just have eaten everything and then I don't have to really feel like I need to go yeah. for anything anymore Yeah, but yeah but I but that must be what it is like and that to me that makes total sense
0: yeah that's that's really interesting I mean it always 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 comes back to the habit loop
1: yes absolutely absolutely right. there's there's something that cues you to do something you do it and then you feel a certain way because of it. And then you experience the cue again. Right. And it just. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. For you, that cue. Yeah. But for you, it's like, what is that cue? Like stress? Like there's something, cause it's not yeah. the memory of the food. It's something no. else. Right. Yeah. I, th- yeah. It's interesting. I mean, that's the, that's the tough part. Like that's, that's if, the you, tough if, you, part. if you knew that. You'd never have another binging episode.
1: Correct. Correct. Right. Correct. And so it must be something stress related, but to pinpoint exactly what it yeah. is, I don't know yet. I don't yeah. know yet. I have to yeah. pay more. I have to pay closer attention yeah. to that. But but I but it definitely is something stress yeah. related. Um control related like it's it's some it's something there yeah
0: something there yeah that's very interesting um anyways I I mean for me my craving will be met in a few weeks so (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) Yes. and I'm very excited about that I'm also very (laughs) excited about it I know I know when you mentioned that to me that you like that you put that together I also was like (laughs) <laughs> okay, stop talking about it because I'm gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, because our what we did see each other very
0: briefly in March, but it was a very brief. I mean, I'm I appreciate that we got, that it we was, it, it wasn't, all lined up, but, but it, wasn't, it wasn't good enough. No, it wasn't yeah. good enough. No. Wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just you know, I'm just something I had read in and something else. I think it was unwinding anxiety, but it was about willpower because I think even when we're talking about cravings that people often want to just rely on their willpower to not do or give in to that craving. Mm. And, and something that he said is like that they know that power is actually like controlled by the weakest part of the brain, but that we expect it to do all the heavy lifting. Mm. When you know that information I think there's less guilt around it because we put yeah. so much pressure. Like, why can't you just, why don't I have the willpower just to not do it? Why can so-and-so just not do this? Mm-hmm. And it's, and, and, and so when I, when he, I was listening to the hymns explain this, I was like, huh?
1: Yeah. Huh. And when, and when other people mm-hmm. don't do things, and we think, like, why can this other person, like, why does this other person have the willpower not to do it? It's not that they have the willpower not to do it. They have yeah. a different habit. They have a different yes. procedure. They have yeah. a strategy. Like, it has nothing yeah. to do with willpower. It's no. not that their willpower is so strong, mm-hmm. it's that they've got something else in place.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I mean, the the fact that we just continue to learn things and to look at things differently, it's sometimes it is the same information, but it's like, and then it tweaks you. You're like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. All right, before we get into um, chatting about friendship, do you know what this week is for me?
1: 10 years at goal.
0: (gasps) Isn't that exciting?
1: My goodness, Sandy, that is extremely exciting. Yep. 10 years. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. That is so, so super exciting.
0: Yeah. I mean, right now I'm like pushing, but I'm still within and it's yeah. all good. And so that's okay because I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. No,
1: you're doing great.
0: So I'm, uh, yeah, anyways oh, i just wow. i realized that like yesterday i'm like oh it's april so I, i'm not i think it was around I, i'm not sure the 23rd maybe something like that okay but, okay but anyways i'm very excited so
2: yes. oh, yay me
1: yay you Yes. Yeah. a tremendous a tremendous accomplishment yeah yes so anyway
0: all right Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. congrats oh okay. i'm so
1: excited i just got goosebumps Thank thinking you. about it <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I feel like like I'm proud of myself because you're at goal for 10 years. I don't know how that works. (laughs) So it's so interesting
0: that, you know, I never actually up until that point, you know, I like I was almost 47 that never, ever thought that that I'd be able to. maintain the weight loss. Like I could always lose the weight, but I always gained it back, you know? And so it was a vicious cycle. So, um, to think that, you know what, wow, that's all, it is a long time.
1: Yeah. It's a long time.
0: It's a long time. And it's a lot of, it was, it was a lot of work, but it's a lot
1: of, a lot of work,
0: no regrets, no regrets. So we've been listening to some
1: podcasts this Hmm. week. So we mentioned Sandy was the one actually who mentioned last week that she'd been listening to, The podcast that is called we can do hard things and it's with Glennon Doyle but then it's also with her sister and her spouse and it's the three of them sometimes it's just the three of them and sometimes it's the three of them with a guest or even with two guests and so we were scrolling through and looking at a few of the podcast episodes that had come out recently and within the last three months I think three of their podcasts that came out were all on the topic of friendship. And so Sandy and I were like, okay, we're committing. We're going to listen to all three of these podcasts and Mm -hmm. we're going to have something hopefully interesting to talk about the next time we record. And so I have listened to those three podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. They were, well, first and foremost, I have to say the podcast is an absolute delight. I, was giggling like I giggled several times throughout each of the three episodes that I listened to but it's a it's not just like goofy you know chatter like it's also you know yeah like meaningful conversation about things and and um there's a, a a section of the podcast where they listen to some like Uh, listener call in, like listeners call in with questions and they answer the questions and it's, it's quite lovely. So if you haven't checked that out before, um, I would, I would highly recommend it, Mm -hmm. but let's talk a little bit about some things that we heard in those podcast episodes or some things that stuck with us. So, so I don't know what, Necessarily you took from it Sandy but there were a few yes. things that that I sort of gravitated To so the one thing Was That they were talking about And they talked about this in a couple of the episodes That, that there are things About each Of them Glennon and Abby and Amanda that They all at different Times have called themselves A bad friend like they've said, "You know, oh, I'm a bad friend. I did mm-hmm. this or I'm a bad friend. I didn't do this or whatever. And so they kind of get into that a little bit more about what it means to be a friend and and then also, you know what it is that they that they do or don't do that makes them feel like they're not very good at it when, in fact, I think for the most part, they're all quite good at at friending, you know, right? Yeah. Um, and so the first thing is that they say that a friend is an action. So like, so it's, you know, it's strange that we call ourselves a friend as though, you know, it's something that you are when really it's something that you do. Like you, you have to, um, you have to do something, you have to be actionable in order to, to really be that person. Right. And so they said, you know, a friend is someone who you can trust yourself with and, and that it's a friend is someone, and they use this term quite a bit, they call a friend a charging station. Yes. So when you are with a person who, who recharges you after having mm-hmm. been with them, then you know that that person is a friend. And so I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I have the same thing written down because there's another, uh, I've listened to a different, uh, another episode of, of of theirs, and they also describe love in that way. Mm. Right, it's an actionable,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: you know, thing you need to work on and. And it's something that you do. Do, yeah, yeah. you do, yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. just sit in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I. Th- th- yeah, you, I mean, you just talked about you know the good, like how we view ourselves and mm-hmm. the type of friend that we are, and I, I mean, I can think for myself about, I, I know, looking back, I can see where, at different points, that I wasn't, I don't feel I was the friend, that someone needed,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know. And just recently, within the last few months, have actually, because pers- there's one person in particular, my, my friend Wanda, that I'm still friends with, that I've actually verbally mm-hmm.
2: like
0: said and, and said to her, like, I'm not expecting, I, like, I don't want you to be saying, no, you were a good friend or whatever, but I, it's part of me that I need to mm-hmm. express to you that I can recognize now that, that mm-hmm. there are things that I should have done differently or could have done not should have could have done differently Mm -hmm. you know and and didn't Mm -hmm. but I also recognize that I wasn't the same person then and didn't know what I know now Mm -hmm. you know and how to be that friend and I think for myself it always revolves around loss for someone
2: Mm.
0: you know I I I mean I I can think right now of 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 my friend Kathy and she lost her husband and I mean she was so deep in her grief but I I didn't I didn't know what I was supposed to do you know mm-hmm. with that and yeah. and so I mean our friendship now is it's not that we're not I mean we're, we're just not close as we were mm-hmm. we were very close for a long period of
2: time mm-hmm.
0: um Wanda and I are still close, even, even though, so I, I guess what I'm saying is that even when we feel that we haven't been a good friend to somebody, Mm. if that person is still willing to be your friend, then maybe you're just being too freaking hard on yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because maybe what you think that, what you, what you think someone else needed wasn't what they actually needed from you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because when when they're talking about this idea that they all think that in their own way they're bad friends, then they got onto this conversation where they had to say, like, you know, something that they s- see in themselves as contributing to them being a bad friend and then a goal that they have for themselves yes. in being a friend. And I really liked that section. Like, I thought that was really interesting. And I really especially resonated with what um Amanda was saying what Glennon's sister was saying um that you know she feels that she's a bad friend because she doesn't feel like she needs to have the connection with other people that other people seem to need and she yeah. feels like She's so focused on productivity and efficiency that she doesn't tell herself, like she tells herself that she doesn't need to, you know, quote unquote, waste the time, you know, developing connections or establishing or strengthening connections with other people because Mm. she's too busy for that. Mm. And like, as she was talking, I was like, whoa you're telling my life, you know, and, and, um and I think, and, and so then, but then what was interesting to me is then she said, but she said, what I'm realizing is that I actually do need that connection with other people. Mm. And the story that I'm telling myself is, you don't have time for these connections. You don't need these connections. Just focus on whatever it is you have to get done. But she said, but ultimately that's a story. She said, because I do need the connection. I do need to have, um, I do need to know what's going on in other people's lives. And I need other people to know what's going on in mine. Mm. And what I have to remind myself is that that is more important than me getting whatever it is that I need to get done, done,
2: Mm.
1: you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and I think, I think part of why that resonated with me so strongly is because that's kind, like I've seen that shift in myself as well, like over the last five years or so that, that I've also like for a very, very long time felt like, You know, I had my, you know, one or two friends. I didn't really need any other friends. I didn't have time for them anyway. I was focused on doing whatever I needed to do, needed to be productive, needed to be efficient, needed to get things done, needed to be the best at everything, you know, and I didn't need other people to do that. And, you know, it's in the last five years or so, maybe even the last eight years or so that it's like, oh... First and foremost, the things that I thought I needed to be productive and get done aren't that important. Mm. Um, And then secondly, there are people that I owe more of my time and more of myself to than I'm giving. Mm. And... If there yeah. happen to be other people that come into my life, I need to be open to that rather than being closed off to it. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and I mean, yeah, but it's still something that I have to work on and remind myself of. Yeah. You know, because, because I'm not necessarily very good at remembering that I have that the, the, the time that I give to another person is also giving to myself, yeah. you know,
2: mm-hmm. like,
1: I'm just, you know, I, I'm just thinking, um, particularly with my friendship with Tim, like he is, he is going to get emotional. He yeah. Is the best friend. Like, yeah. he's So good. Being a friend, um, and I'm not as good, you know. That's not yeah. And he and so he'll say that's not true. Yeah. He'll say that's that, not true. That's but, true. But from my perspective, I'm not as good at it. And like, but we're we also are different, you know. Yeah. And so so he he will send me voice notes, like telling me about like what he's up to, or telling me about something happening, or asking me about what what's going on in my day, like every day Mm -hmm. and and i'm not as good at being as consistent with responding as i should be but i know that when i do like when i when i do put in the time to make sure that i respond or you know or respond in a way that is uh you know, valuable, as opposed to just, like, a quick text message back saying, like, got your messages, glad everything's great, like, you know, okay, fine, but, you know, to actually send him a response to say, okay, here's what I think about this, here's what I'm Mm -hmm. up to right now, you know, like, actually have a conversation, I always feel so much better. Yeah. You know, like, like, because, well, because you have, like, you, the more you build, and, and feed into that connection that you already have, the, like, the better it is for your relationship, which means the better it is for you. So, you know, like, I, I do um, value that so much, you know, that, that sometimes it's like, okay, well, you know, if I value it this much, then why don't I just take five minutes right now? And, you know, like, instead of, you know, wiping the counter for the third time today, or, you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> whatever it might be, you know, like just being, like, just, yes. Stuff, right. So yeah. anyway, hearing, hearing them talk about that stuff, I was like, oh yeah, like I, I just, I feel that so deeply, you know?
0: Yeah. But, but here's the thing, honey, I don't think that friendship is meant to be um a competition not a where no where, where no. no, or even something where you're at both at the same level. Yeah. Because I mean I've 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 been on the receiving end of a few of Tim's um lovely voice notes. But there but and he he's the first one to be like, I think I'm just rambling. Like yeah. I don't even know, you know, blah blah blah. I mean, if he if you did the same to him, he'd be like, what in the shit are you doing, honey? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. that he would be like, what? I, yeah. You know, because if that's not, for that sure. is not what he is expecting nor needs from you. Now, even the expectation isn't there. It's like he obviously gets what he needs from you to keep him charged. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, I mean, this is your relationship has been a distance relationship for, you know, 90% of the friendship or more. Yeah. Yeah, And so that would be, those types of friendships are much easier to let go mm-hmm. than those ones that are the, I like our, you know, where it's proximity, Yeah, you know, like those are different ones. Well, and right? it, was,
1: it was interesting. I liked that part too, because they did on in one of the episodes, they did say that <sighs> the guests that they had on yes.
2: said, lovey. Know,
1: yeah, lovey. She said, "She said proximity friendships are convenient, but she said they aren't necessarily the deepest and most meaningful friendships that you have. And so then she said, and I quote, because I wrote it down, she said, a lot of my closest friends aren't in my city, yeah. but I don't feel any less supported.
0: Exactly. And I was like,
1: you are also speaking to my experience because... Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, because that's so true, right? Yeah. And and it then it it also had me. Th- I I think to to go back for a quick minute to what you were saying. I think what you're saying is absolutely right, because in the same way in any type of relationship, you know, the people in the relationship are different and need different things, and mm-hmm. as long as each person in that relationship is getting what they're needing. You know, then then everything's great, and it doesn't have to be the same, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. like what what I need from a relationship is different from what you need from that relationship. You know, yeah. so as long as we're both giving what we need to give and getting what we need to get. Yeah. You know, then everything's. great. Everything's
0: fine, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, everything's fine. Um, there was another part where, where it was quite, it had me chuckling because uh, they were sort of like poking fun at Abby and saying, you know, that everyone is her friend. Like she goes into the store, you know, like twice in the same week and like yeah. the person who works in the store is now her friend, you know, like everyone's yes. her friend. And I, it had me laughing so hard because I have such a, a hard time referring to people as friend. Like yeah. there is in our society, if you know a person, then pretty much like, I think if you're yeah. telling a story about yes. something that you know, you say, Oh, my friend this, and yeah. I have a really hard time doing that because like, that's a person I know. There's not yes. my friend. <laughs> no, it's an acquaintance. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so I have a really hard time with it, but then, but other people are like, you know, everyone's so yeah. friend And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're friending like, it all over there. <laughs> that's it. When when Abby was like, this person, my friend, that person, my friend. But then she's, you know, when she's talking about like close, deep, meaningful relationships that she has with people, she's like, I don't really have any of those. I don't have connections, yeah. you know, yeah. which also wasn't 100% true. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I mean, it was quite funny because he was saying, like, you're not going to bring that surfer person in. <laughs> yeah, like the because she's because she's been doing some surfing, so now yeah. all the people she surfs with are her friends. Yeah, <laughs> and Glennon's like, guy. you can't bring them home, and she's like, yeah. well, of course I wouldn't bring them home. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So Glenn is like, well, then, like, then they're your friends, and she's like, well, <laughs> sure. She's like, there, I talk to them; they're my friends. <laughs> yeah, like I need people to talk to, and I'm, which is
0: which is true. I mean, there are those people where you wouldn't do something out you wouldn't necessarily have a relationship or invite them to your home, but you have a common, uh, you know, activity you do together. Mm -hmm. And during that activity, you want to have people to talk to. Mm -hmm. And so you do converse about things, you know, but it may not be the deep, meaningful things. Like they don't necessarily know, you know, a lot of things about your life. Yeah. But you can talk about the activity. You can talk about, you know the weather. You can talk. Hey, how about those J's? I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, Like very light current thing. Con- yeah, you know?
1: conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Com-
0: just general conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I, mean, I chuckled because Glennon's like, like, how do you make friends? Like, adults. Like, do you want to be my friend? Like, you don't go to someone that's like, do you want to be my friend? Like, what does that mean? It's it's almost like. for her it's very difficult because she doesn't know is this the beginning of a friendship are we going to be friends like no one says that it just kind of it is
1: true right yeah well and she says you know she's like you never have the conversation like you do in a relationship you know like when you're when you're dating someone then at some point you have to have the conversation that says okay so like What's happening here? Like, let's define the relationship we are in right now. Where yeah. she's like, with friends, she's like, you don't do that. Like, she's like, yeah. it's like, are we friends now? Like, do I? Am I going to have to be friends with you now for the rest of my life? Like, yeah. what? What is the commitment that we are now entering into?
0: Yeah, but it, but it that
1: is that is true, isn't it? It, I mean, <laughs> it just kind of happens. So funny. I was thinking about. I was thinking a lot about you. Um, you know, being in Peru and you know really feeling like and and Tim has this to an extent in Spain as well, where it's like I have my deep and and meaningful connections with people. I have my friends that support me, but those friends aren't physically where I am, mm. and so. And so Tim often talks about needing more friends because he feels like he needs. But what he wants is proximity people. He wants people that he, and I know when he was a guest on our show, he talked about it, you know, that he wants people that he can like go for coffee with or go for a bike ride with or whatever. And so for you being in Peru, it's the same sort of thing. Like I'm here, I'm by myself, I need people that I can like go for a walk with, or that yeah. I go and do something with, or that I can, you know, like, um, you know, call to complain about something that's going on or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so I was thinking about that and with, you know, with the expectations of friendship and like, and you know, that all of these friendships that, that you've been trying to form while you are there, they all have end dates on them. Yeah. Yeah because every time you meet someone that you're like okay I've met this person yeah. we kind of got along we we you know we we've got some plans to see each other but they're leaving in July yes they're yeah. leaving in December they're leaving in June they're like yeah and so the idea of entering into a relationship where you don't really know what the expectation is is kind of daunting but the idea of entering into relationship after relationship after relationship that you know yeah. from the beginning have an end date, that must be exhausting.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it, it's exhausting, but it also can be a bit freeing. Right. The other thing is that you don't know which, which of those proximity friendships become a distance friendship. Mm-hmm. So there is an opportunity for that. So... And even if they, I mean, I can think about, there's like Brenda, who I met when I, first, like three weeks after I arrived here, I mean, we we didn't get to spend a lot of time together because she had been going back and forth to Canada, her mother had been ill, and then she ended up going to Canada in February before the pandemic hit, and then they were gone for a full year and something, and now her husband is like not even, like they came emptied their apartment and they're gone. So, I mean, She's like, we still try to like every couple of weeks have contact, like have a video call or something. I mean, I think there's no reason that she needs to continue to stay in touch with me other than the reason that she wants to. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, she lives in North Bay. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, there's a good, good chance that we will actually see them again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and she's just a genuinely like kind and nice person who it, I, I enjoy having like, you know, an hour, an hour and a half of a FaceTime, just catching up on shit. And now we don't even have Peru in common.
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. we have
0: that. We have the experience of being here. Yeah but now it's something, it's something different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Linda, you know, really, we only had six months here together, but I also am in contact with her quite frequently, you know, and we have, you know, and she's in London. So, but then I also do have the ones here that they, there doesn't seem to be a real connection with, except we go out for coffee and just talk about general things. But, but, when I heard them say about the proximity, I was like, that is exactly my life. So I knew that you would pick that up on that too. Like, Oh my God. Um, it, I feel a little bit better about it. Like it's okay. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought my whole life, I thought that that's what friendships were like you had proximity friendships and yeah. no, no, you had friendships because of proximity. Yes. And I never expected a friendship to extend past that. Yeah. my, my, my whole growing up life, I just assumed you, like I went to an elementary school. I had friends in elementary school. I went to high school. I went to a I was the only person from my elementary school that went to that high school. So I none of those friendships continued. Now yeah. I made new friendships when I was in high school. Then I went to university. I made new friendships in university. Then I went to Disney World. I made new friendships in Disney World. Like, I I never expected ever that friendships would extend past the proximity because I truly thought that's why you had friends. Mm. You had friends because you were all in the same place doing the same thing at the same time. And yeah. to a certain extent, that does happen. Yeah but it took me coming home from disney and realizing that actually some of those friendships that i had formed were friendships that were going to extend past that time to realize like oh like i i can have friendships that you know that like you said that we you know like with these women that you've uh, these couple of women that you've met in Peru that we're no longer here we no longer have this in common and yet the friendship continues yeah you know and and I for a long time well I mean up until I was in my mid-20s I didn't realize that that was even possible no exactly
0: because because to that point you didn't it wasn't even necessary
1: yeah, yeah you yeah. Know, you didn't yeah I think when you're younger when you're in school because you're in a place where you are with people that are doing the same thing as you at the same time then you don't really even need to look for anything else right yeah it isn't until you're out of that world where you realize like oh now I'm here or now I'm at home or now I'm you know by myself. And now what? (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting too. There was at one point where they, they were talking about research that showed, and now I forget exactly what the statistic was, but I think it was like one, one in five men, one in five men have a friend. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. I was thinking yes. it's a huge majority yeah. that don't. Correct. Right? That don't have what, like, what would be a deep or meaningful friendship with someone. That they have, you know, proximity, periphery, like, they know people, they talk yes. to people. But to actually have a friend that supports them through whatever they need, like, through thick or thin, yeah. that only one in five men have that. Yeah. I have to say I'm not surprised. Yeah, mean by it. that because anecdotally the men in my life, yeah, the majority of the men in my life don't same have friends. Like like my dad, no, doesn't have friends. Yep, no. and never did. Like my whole growing up life, like he yeah. he has lots of people that he knows and lots of people that he talks to. Yep, yeah. but like a, a real friend, no. Yeah. And like, and like Mark, neither.
0: No. Phil, neither. No. Um, Graham, no. Brock, yes. Brock does. I'm
1: trying to think, like my brothers. Ryan, no. Joe, no. James, no. Norm does. My older brother does have a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's interesting, right? Super interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like if socially they're just like, men aren't socialized to have friends outside of, you know, a teammate or a playmate or, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. I don't know.
0: But I I think for the ones that, I I think what you would find is that the majority of single men do have friendships Mm. because everyone needs something, see Mm -hmm. someone. But I think when they're in a relationship, then that person they're in the relationship ends up fulfilling a lot of
1: yeah. their needs yeah, yeah. in that way. Yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. And so then, would you, but do you think it's the other way? Like Maybe. why, in a heterosexual relationship, yeah. It seems anecdotally I mean i there I haven't read any research, I don't know anything, I haven't read a book, I don't know, but yep. it seems that the male in that relationship, like you said the their his partner satisfies his need for a friend for that kind of support, yeah, but i but I don't know as it goes the other way,
0: no. Oh, I, I think see. What?
1: So what is that about? So like, yeah. like if I think about, you know, if I think about like me and Mark, I think that that's true. I think that, that, that I think that I'm the friend that he needs. Yeah. But I need
0: more. More. Different. Different. Yes. it's Yeah. Different. No. Yeah. Why, Ooh, so why
1: is that? That's, I don't. I mean, Sandy, we need to, we need to find a book.
0: I think we need to find a book about that. I do
1: because that's fascinating and and I don't and I I mean maybe it's completely made up like maybe that just exists in my life and I'm just no generalizing that for everyone but but from what I see from like I think I think you're onto something with that yeah there was one okay there were a couple more things number one They were talking at some point about a study, a research study that had been done that when two people, no, if you're standing alone looking at a hill and you're told to like rate how steep you think the hill is, or if you're standing next to someone looking at that same hill, when you're next to someone else, you Every single time they thought that this the hill was less steep than it actually was. Like, Fair. there was something about being with another person that made the hill look less daunting.
0: Oh, no, that doesn't make, that, that, uh, Henny.
1: That makes sense.
0: Of course it does. Think yeah. about running a marathon.
1: Oh, I know. I'm thinking about the Around the Bay race.
2: Yeah. Because yeah.
1: there is a hill right at yeah. the end of the race, yes. and I'm thinking distinctly about that hill and like us, like running up that hill and like chattering to the people around us yes. and like, yeah. you know,
0: like,
1: you know, yeah, yeah. Because, I because it didn't seem like a hill to us. It didn't no. seem
0: that bad. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no, no. But you're right. If it if it was one person, you're like, oh my god, yeah. I can't get up there. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah
1: that was that was fun. And then the one last thing that they talked about that I that I thought was interesting was this idea of an ambivalent friendship. When you have a friendship with someone who sometimes gives you exactly what you need and gives you the support, Uh. but then in other ways doesn't. So, Mm. you know, like you get this thing from them. That's really great, but you also get this thing from them that you hate, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and so, and they said, and they talked about this a couple of times and every time it came up, they said that, that research shows that that type of a friendship is just as bad or worse than a toxic relationship. Yeah. Even though you think that like because those types of friendships you you often want to hang on to, because yes. you do think, hey, but this one thing, this is good, you know, like yes. maybe we you know, we always laugh, so that's good. Yeah. but also, this person makes me feel crappy because of this and this and this, like exactly and so and so, really, like they were saying, those types of relationships are more hurtful. More harmful than they are good. Yeah. Yeah. But then you get into the whole idea of needing to have a friendship breakup. That feels like that's a whole podcast in itself. That can be really hard, too.
0: And there was a lot of discussion about that because it's something that's very difficult to share because people, there's no, there's no word. It's not death. It's not divorce.
1: Yeah. But when a friendship ends, that can be really devastating yeah 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 really painful
0: especially if there's no communication around it it's like you've been ghosted or you've been sent an email
1: yeah yeah and then it's over but it all goes it all goes back to like Glennon's original concern about friendship and like and what the expectations are (laughs) around being a friend like are we friends yet Are we going to be friends when we are friends? What does that mean? Are we friends Mm -hmm. for the rest of our lives? What happens when we want to dissolve this friendship? Like it's all of those things that are, you know, really. Typically, those are, you know, distinct conversations that you would have with a romantic partner Mm -hmm. to figure that sort of stuff out. But they aren't really conversations that you ever have yeah, with a friend, and and maybe they should be,
0: maybe. Yeah, it's the
1: evolution of friendships too,
0: because when you you have a friendship, and then and then something, will you want to be very vulnerable with, mm-hmm. about, then do you take that step? How is that received? Mm-hmm. I mean, those types of. I mean, it's it actually. God, it's it's amazing if anyone has any friends. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs>
1: It really is incredible. <laughs> it really is incredible. I know like I think I think about like I think about me and and my personality and my lifestyle and I think it is incredible that there is anyone who sticks by my side. It's it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not really sure. Not really sure what I did to deserve that. <laughs> oh, my
0: goodness. Oh. Mm. But it happened because of an action, honey.
1: Yeah. It happened because of an action, not inaction. Correct. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that, I i mean, some people are probably saying, like, okay, so we've just spoken for three quarters of an hour about friendship and what does that have to do with health and wellness. Apparently everything. Yes. Because research shows that the number one—and I think you said this last uh, last week—that the number one indicator of like positive aging mm-hmm. and and life satisfaction is having quality friends in your life. Absolutely. So if you want to be healthy and well, you got to get yourself a Sandy. <laughs> but but not, but not my Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> You can't have her. Oh, dear. Well, friend.
0: Well, friend.
1: <laughs> what, a, what a great convo.
0: An, an amazing conversation, as so, always. I mean, we have uh, it seems like the podcast has become become us talking about other podcasts. <laughs> it, has, it has
1: sort of become
2: that, hasn't it? So thank
0: you for all those people out there who are putting out great podcasts. Yeah,
2: for us <laughs> the to biggest listen to material. Talk about. <laughs>
1: If you are in the same place as your friend, give them a squeeze. And if you are not, give them a call. Yeah. And uh, come back next week and listen to us again.
0: Perfect. (laughs) Amazing. All right. All right, friend. Thanks for putting a smile on my face. Yeah, no Uh, problem. Enjoy uh, your day. Yeah, thanks. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.